This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. Alex. Hello. And of Midwest Film Nerds fame, Willie. What's up? While you're listening along, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping via Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network so we can buy all kinds of cool shit to uh, review on this podcast. As always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. If and when you do send us feedback from now until the end of the year, you will be entered to win some cash money to any gaming platform you choose. So send in that feedback. Feedback can be anything regarding games we've already covered, games you want us to cover, what you like about the show, what you don't, anything really. So just communicate with us and let us know what, that you're listening and fill us in on what sorts of content you want us to uh, talk about. Other than that, thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. And today we're going to go over some feedback, some game news, and we'll jump into a review of Until Dawn uh, from a listener request there. We had a lot of people that wanted us to talk about this. But before we do any of that, what else have you guys been playing? Willie, why don't you start? I have undertaken playing Mega Man, all the classic Mega Man games. Right on. Um, so that's 1 through 10 plus Mega Man and base, which nice. never saw a stateside really. Well, it did, but on, on Game, Boy Game Boy Advance. Advance. Um I have never been more rewarded or frustrated in my life than doing this. <laughs> now, I've played most of these games all the way through. I think I've beat one through, like before this playthrough, I beat one through seven. And I never finished nine, never even touched ten. I downloaded it way back when it came out, but I just right. never got around to it. And um, I am now, I'm on the final game. Nice. And uh, my wife is actually, I think, a little scared for, for me <laughs> and for herself. Uh, have you guys played classic Mega Man stuff? Anybody? I just like way back when. Yeah. Sure. Mega Man 3, I think. Okay. I've never it. beaten a classic. I've never beaten a Mega Man. Oh, you've, played, you've played them. I don't I've even played, think I've beaten a level. I've played them, but I've mostly, any of the games that I've, well, I haven't beaten any of them, but Mega Man X I, w- was okay. mostly my jam. They are blisteringly hard. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's like that classic platformer. Th- I mean, think about the old Castlevania games and Metroid games. Those games were extremely hard, too. Yep. Oh, absolutely. That was just, I mean... It's funny because like you think about how simple those games were, and then how complicated games have become, and those games were like way harder than the ones that we have now. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so. and it's it, the thing is you you enter sections of these levels, and it's like, all right, the ceiling can kill me, the floor can kill me, the platform I'm on is going to disappear and reappear underneath me, my feet. I've got guys flying and shooting at me. If I get hit, it knocks me back a full like person. Yeah. To fall off and just it's horrible. It's great though. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I it's weird because when I get frustrated with video games, I tend to just stop playing them. Right. Like when I get that frustrated, I can take a little bit of frustration, but like eventually I go, this is work now. This isn't fun. Yeah. Right. So I just stop. With Mega Man though, I don't know what it is, I, but I just I, I will play a level over and over <laughs> and over until so I know every it. screen of the level exactly. Like I know where the I'm killing well, enemies I, I before they're on screen. That's kind of the key to playing those kinds of games is is memorizing those levels mm-hmm. and knowing how to manipulate them to your advantage. That's that was like that was the strategy. You yeah, know? absolutely. So. And it, it's fun. There's a there's a reward, a rewarding feeling when you play through a level that you were getting destroyed in before and then you totally. play through it and go, man, I wrecked that thing. Can, so. I, can I ask you, is there any discrepancy in quality between 9 and 10 and the older ones? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, nine, 9 and 10 was released on P- 
PS3 and Xbox as downloadable games. And Wii. Yep. They're 8-bit. Okay. They're yeah, they went back to the old school look, and yeah. they even released like bad box art for them and stuff, yeah, which is pretty sick. funny. They really went for the whole retro feel, and I think that's awesome. Um, it is weird if you're doing a full playthrough like I am going f- through like 7 and 8 because that was SNES and PlayStation, and then right. going back, back to, to it, it takes you a minute to get kind of readjusted to that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of quality, no, I, th- I think they're just as good. I think they stand up. Um, the one thing I will say is they, they amped up the difficulty on did 9 they? and 10. They did it on, They really wanted to punish people because yeah. I think they were slacking a little bit. 4 and 5 get a little <laughs> too easy. Um, and by too oh, easy, so I mean... I should play those ones? Yeah, play, play 4 and 5. Yeah, <laughs> cool. play 4 and 5. Um, but no, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's my favorite video game series of all time, I think. So it's, it's fun to go through and do them all. You know, and I think I'm going to jump into Mega Man X afterwards because I'm that much of a glutton for punishment. So right on, yeah. Nice. Any other games? That's about it. That's uh, there. I have no. It's time. a lot. Of, I mean, you play the series essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. It's been going on for about a month now. I try to like jump in and do a couple levels yeah. a night. You know. But oh, that's cool. Yeah. Alex, what about you? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe last weekend, we played some Rock Band Four. Willie and I and a bunch of other people. Um. Not a whole lot different. It's more Rock Band. Um, it's awesome that all the DLC is going to be downloadable at some point. Anything that you've bought previously on your PlayStation or Xbox will be... Oh, that's cool. So it's you, got carryover. Yeah, it does carry over only within that generation, like that right. console family, though. So if you play it on Xbox, you got to buy it on Xbox One in right. order to use all that DLC. I got gotcha. um, and uh, they announced that they're going to have the Rock Band 3 stuff uh, available in, like, November, December at some point. So you can download all of those old games because they're kind of slowly doing more and more of the old DLC and, right. like, exports. Um, so, yeah, no, it's great. plays like Rock Band. And they actually went back and added harmonies to all of the old DLC. Oh, really? Yeah. Every single song has yeah, some sort awesome. of... awesome. Yeah. yeah, so it's... it's great going back to those old songs but now having those tracks in there and some of it gets a little wonky where they like try and they kind of mix which track they go with depending on what it can be a little confusing if you know a song like if you've if you've sang a song in your car a billion times like driving and you always pick that one part that you sing along with yeah and then like all of a sudden like no you're gonna sing that part and you're like oh shit i don't know that part you know so (laughs) it it can throw you off a little bit yeah because they they, they divide it by three different colors there's like blue orange and red okay and and sometimes the lines like switch and it's strange but uh are there any are there any standout tracks from the 90s that uh you're excited they added uh well they have um follow you down Okay, that's a good one. And uh, they have uh, well, they had uh, Shine, the Jim Blossoms, Mm -hmm. Shine by uh, Collective Soul. Yeah, yeah, it's Collective Soul. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll be there for you. Isn't that on there? Maybe I don't know. I'll be there for you. I don't know. You sang it, the Friends song. No, 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 no. The what is that? I don't know. Whatever. Why isn't the Friends song on there? It should be. The Rembrandts. The Rembrandts. No, they also added some Proto Men. Light up the night of, by Proto Men. Speaking nice. of, oh my god, it's, it's awesome. It there's, made me so happy. There's some great. There's some good songs in in the in Rock Band Four, but uh, I'm excited to have more of the old stuff carry over. So. What if they made death metal band? <laughs> I mean, there's a and you had to shred. It was all shredded guitar parts with like blast beats on the drums, well, and somebody actually had to growl. Like yeah, gotta do the vocals with with Rock Band <laughs> Network. Because they started doing Rock Band Network, which was mostly in conjunction with Microsoft last generation, where bands could come and be like, hey, we'd like to put our songs on. And they had a bunch of tools for people to make their songs oh, cool. available. 
I had um, uh, Alaska by Between the Barrier and Me. And nice. I had there was a bunch of Between the Barrier and Me songs. That's sweet that you could get. So unfortunately, I don't. I think they're not really worried about getting the Rock Band Network songs over yet. Yeah, they might get to it later. So I lost out on some. They also had the Third Eye Blind and some Jonathan Colton. And nice, all kinds of cool stuff. So. But it's it's great. There's some kinks being worked out, but harmonics isn't like triple A tier anymore. Like they yeah, they kind of dropped down a few rungs. Yeah, because because you know rhythm games kind of took a shit. Yeah, so there was too much content. I think it was just like you yeah. couldn't keep up with their eight rock band games a year. It was right. like okay, yeah. But it sounds like now they kind of like well, we're gonna put this one game out and then we're gonna keep adding updates and we're gonna keep offering DLC and that's, that's probably the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm excited for more of that. But also on that uh, night we we played at the at the suggestion of Gojo and I had heard from and Nick and I've heard from on a few different podcasts this game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Uh, it's mostly been advertised as an oculus game from what i remember but you can play it without oculus but the object of the game is you are given a bomb that has a certain number of modules in it and you have a timer where you have to diffuse all the modules within that time otherwise the bomb explodes right but the uh way that you diffuse the bomb each module has a different condition different puzzle that you have to solve okay and in order to solve the puzzle you have to have somebody looking at a bomb guide and like a idea, text like a yeah, text so yeah, you've got multiple people so they have to talk the rest of the people so, through everything? so what you oh have gosh. to do is ba- you've got people in two different rooms if you don't have an oculus like the oculus is great because then you can just have it right you've got to you and you're the only person that can see it yeah but you have the person with the guide sitting in the other room and then you're like, all right, I got a module here. And you eventually learn the names of the modules because the, the person who's talking you through it can tell you what they're called so you can refer to them more quickly. Okay. But you can be like, okay, I've got this one here that's blinking with Morse code and I have to set it to a certain frequency. And then you have to tell the person the dots and the dashes so they can figure out what the letters are, then tell you what frequency to tune it to. Okay. And then there's one that's like, okay, I got a big button that says abort and then, or no, a big button that says explode. And then you're like, okay, uh, what color is the button? They're like white. And then they say, okay, well push the button down and hold it. And then you're like, okay. So then you hold down the button and they're like, what color does the light turn? And then you're like, oh, it's white. They're like, okay, uh, Wait until there's a, a five in the timer and then release. You yeah, know, like exactly. There's like, different, yeah. <laughs> like the, it's it's there's a bunch of little like they have this huge this tome in front of them where you have to look through the page. Yeah, it's it's like works. every Hollywood bomb diffusing scene it, like you've ever seen. Awesome. It it's sounds really awesome. So good. Yeah. It's what was the other the space one that's like that? Yeah. It's like space team. That's yeah. what yeah. I was going to bring up. It's, yeah. It's a lot like They're, space team, but, but more complicated. Uh, it's more complicated and a little bit less ridiculous in some ways. Right. Are there less obnoxious sound effects because that that was my yes. least favorite part. Yeah. Because Tom team. Tom played space team by himself oh, for I a while. Put, yeah. <laughs> on multiple devices. Yeah. He, he set up <laughs> multiple <laughs> devices to play space team by himself because we wouldn't play with him. Sounds, well, I I did play with him. I played with him a couple times. But Tom was better by himself than, yeah. than we were as team. a team. Yeah. <laughs> of course, God, that's amazing. But um, no, the what was I going to say? It's I don't know. It's a great game. It's awesome. Everybody should check. A lot of it fun. Out. Sounds, sounds it was, fun. I bought I bought it for like thirteen dollars on Steam. It's not super graphic intensive, so you can just you know play it and right. It's really really cool. cool. I think everybody should check it out. 
Anything else? I think that. Oh, I beat Metal Gear. So look for a Metal yeah. Gear spoiler cast. Yeah, like 20 minutes ago. Myself. Yeah, 20 minutes ago with Gojo. And I think we're going to try and Skype Rick in. Right on. So look forward to that soon. Cool. Brian, what about you? Um, Destiny. <laughs> yeah. And f- you were playing Forza yesterday. Yeah, I played some Forza. I played a little bit of Super Meat Boy because it's free six. on uh, yeah, Forza PlayStation Plus. The one. Yeah, that's the okay. Yeah. And you played Broken Age too, didn't you? For like five minutes. Yeah. Then I, I was tired. I so downloaded I that, so I want to <laughs> play that at some point. So. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna play through that. I, I already own it on PC, but I'll probably play it on uh, PlayStation. Cool. Anything else? That's about it, really. No, that's cool. Me too. Destiny. That's it. That's all I played. <laughs> well, the we did. We did the thing. raid. Yeah. We did exactly. most of the raid. We got to Oryx, and then it, we decided it was too late, so we stopped. Yeah, I think the the giant bomb guys spent like a couple hours on Oryx himself. So look forward. To I that. watched two guys. We're probably duo it them, together so. in ten minutes. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> which I yeah. I guess if you're playing with Zach, you're gonna be fine. That's yeah, we, we'll have the Zach buff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so. guys play with Zach? We do all, all the time. time. Every day. <laughs> Every single day. It's like dude. their raid group is like them, Zach, Jeff, and Joey. Joey. That's a really good raid Mike. Mike. Yeah. And Mike, too. Uh, you yeah, know, Mike. you guys have probably talked to my brother more than I have in the last <laughs> last year. Yeah. Dude, your, your brother's awesome, man. I love playing with him. He's pretty we, good. Uh, He's fun. We hang out online with him every yeah, day. Every, that's nope. literally <laughs> every single day. That's like, so funny. It's kind of sad, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, the sad part isn't that we hang out with your brother. The sad part is we're playing Destiny right, every right, day right. for hours on end. That's the yeah. sad part. I'll have to give him a call today and talk to him. It's, <laughs> it's a, no, it's, you should just really start playing Destiny. Yeah, just play Destiny. Yeah, you should play Destiny. And you can, you, play can, with you us. can join with us. and We all have characters that we need to bring up to level 40. So I've seen what it's done to you guys. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you probably should avoid it. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways, let's move on to some feedback here. Friend of the Midwest Podcast Network, Rick, send in some feedback. It's kind of a long one, so bear with me real quick. Uh, first, Rick says, Alex, don't buy that garbage-ass FOB insurance on Phantom Pain. I know you won't, but don't. So, okay, one one quick thing. I've never been raided, number one, and, and I beat the game. I still have 60. I've completed 65% of the game, so whatever. But you also get free MB coins, so you can buy their insurance with free coins that they give you. So I did that. I didn't pay for it, but okay. I did buy the insurance once, and then I was like, I never well, need so, this. So Rick goes on to say, I've played the game a shitload, and my base has not been evaded once. And if it did, I wouldn't really give a shit because I, don't, don't, I didn't really own it in the first place. After all, you've technically stolen everything that would be stolen from you, save for nukes and some other crap. <laughs> but honestly, I doubt it's worth it as the chances of you being invaded and swept clean are pretty low. I think, I think the thing is that be, if you don't invade anybody else, if you never... If you never, there's no, there's the no game, like chance for them to come into you and the retaliate. The game doesn't force you into invading anybody, okay. which doesn't give you that feedback loop of oh, I've invaded you, so you need to invade. Right. Like, yeah. So it, it, I don't think it has to happen if you never take part in it. But right on. There's uh, a small chance it can happen. But <laughs> secondly, he says a fun fact: you guys talked about Super Time Force Ultra a couple episodes back. It's not a different game than the original. The Ultra in that title was solely added so the game could be referred to as F- STFU. That game is great. You should all play it. Well, <laughs> I responded back to him. I was like, I want to play it just because it's 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 yeah. called Shut the Fuck Up. Yep. Like I, That's why I want to play the game now. So the, the Ultra also has, um, on the PlayStation, it has an extra character in it. One of the Sony execs is in Oh, right on. So that character. makes it Ultra. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he also says, stop talking about Destiny. Not going to happen. Sorry, dude. <laughs> And adventure games Rick, are dope. 
adventure games are dope. Yes. Brian, you should look into Thimbleweed Park. It's probably exactly what you're looking for these days. This And this is the Ron Gilbert joint y'all briefly mentioned. Ah. And he says, also, correction, Ron Gilbert did, in fact, work at Double Time for a while. D- it's Double Fine. He's double Fine. No, I did, oh, okay. I did know that. Okay. Maybe I, we I, weren't sure of it. He just did not work on I like thought Broken he Age, on I believe. Or okay. I don't think so. I don't know. So that's the first bit of feedback here. The second bit of feedback, Twitter user at SWelsh20 hit us up back in September, and I totally forgot to mention it because I'm a dick. He said, just found you guys a couple apps ago. Really great job. Thanks for not doing meandering three-hour-plus shows like other game podcasts. For real, though, great show. Love the segments, the report, all of it. It's a great listen. Well, Sean Welsh, I've decided to throw your name into our contest pool because, one, I forgot to mention you before, and, two, because you said such nice things about what we do. So thank you for the feedback. <laughs> And good luck in the contest, man. And if you're listening, send send me a message and, and tell me you're still listening and you like what we do because it makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is going to lead into our next segment here. The official scorekeeper of the Midwest Podcast Network, Yoop, tweeted us as well. He said, with the success of Mad Max and The Witcher, what other franchise, book, or movie has to get an open world game? I Who forgot wants to, to think start? about this. I can uh, start. <laughs> Alex yep, will start. Okay. okay. Tron. Tron, an open world Tron game would be pretty cool. Give me an open world Tron. Yeah, okay, game. I could get it behind would be that. So be awesome! You could just run around in the grid and yeah. do missions and kill people with your identity disc, hop on a light cycle and just destroy the streets. Oh my god, that would be rad. Do you, it, you. I wish you could see it. how happy Alex looks right now. It's it's such a good idea. Like it should just happen, <laughs> and I don't know why it's not happening. I'm gonna cry about it. <laughs> Any others or no? Uh, As he's sitting here wearing a Flynn Lives t-shirt. Well, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> fucking nerd. Next to some Tron toys. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant um, Tron poster. <laughs> yes. No, I I think there are... I don't like open world games that much, except for Metal Gear, because it's great. But, I, no, let me take that back. I rescind that. I don't like... <clears throat> Ubisoft open world games very much. Okay. And I and I hope that more people figure out ways to make it more inventive, similar to like Metal Gear. I feel like Metal Gear 5 takes open world into a new direction. And I hope that more people learn from it and people do different things from it and just make open world games better. Because I feel like if every game is an open world game... Well, and that, that was a trend you're seeing for a while, and you're still kind of seeing it now, is there are a lot of open world yeah. games. Yeah. I feel like we talk about this pretty yeah, we much did. every we had, other we podcast. Yeah, we had an episode at one point that focused <laughs> on it at one point that's in some section. I don't remember. I But, I, you know, I definitely want Tron, and uh, I'm sure there's more out there that would be sweet. Willie, what about you? What kind of franchise do you think needs to be made into a game? open world game um i got a few it's funny because two of these things i'm not like a diehard fan of but i just thought about them uh the matrix mm. how is it not an open world matrix i thought game? they kind of had an online, MMO. yeah yeah had an but MMO, it's not but i'm thinking in terms of like you are a character who has to jump in between oh, the okay. real world and the matrix to do different things and and different missions in different areas you know what i mean like there's there's so much you could do with that. Yeah, like I, you could choose to be part of the machines, or you could be part of the rebellion of the humans. And yeah, I mean you could you could uh, take your character not only in the future where everything's all dystopian and busted and stuff, and do missions there, and maybe some missions there will take you back to the Matrix, yeah. the real world. I'm using air quotes, um, <laughs> where you have to like complete another part of a mission. Like the bouncing back and forth between the two would be really cool. Right, like having to jack into like. You know, it'd be cool. Um, I mean, and there are a lot of cool mechanics you could explore with that. With like, you could have missions that f- solely focus on like 
you finding the parts in the real world to build a ship and yeah. then like you know things like that and then you know yeah absolutely you create, well, a, you create a clan of homies that that's that's your crew on your ship and everybody when you're in the ship ha- plays a role and yep. then you also have to patch into the people who get sent into the matrix like you know there there's a lot you could do with that even like a metal gear thing like where you oh, go back on to a, metal gear yeah you go on a mission to like disable some servers which lessens the amount of agents running around in the world and yeah so like you can that. jump back yeah i mean there's so much interplay you could have between the two different you know matrix universes right um what i'm trying to say the matrix should be more like metal gear right i'm sure you feel <laughs> most games should be more like metal matrix gear, gear. true yeah matrix gear um, <laughs> the other ones, uh, the Dark Tower, the Stephen King Matrix novel Gear. series, yeah, Matrix Gear Reloaded Revengeance. Sorry, <laughs> please go. The Grid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot you could do with the Dark Tower. I've read the first three books. Big fan. Um, like King's work. Very cool universe. Um, I envision maybe a cross between Red Dead and The Witcher. Okay. So there's a lot of fantastical elements, but it's more of a Western. Sounds yeah. awesome. Um, it could that be, be cool. very, very, very cool. That would be very so, cool. Um, and he's, he's built a universe in those books that I think, um, if you were a fan of the books, you would hit some of those landmarks and go, holy shit, this is awesome. Because yeah. I'm here at this location that's famous from these stories. Or if you're not, you'd just be like, wow, it looks really cool. Like, yeah. maybe I want to read these books. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. And then uh, Rocksteady was rumored to be jumping into Ninja Turtles after the Batman. They were doing Batman. Interesting. And I would love an open New York City Ninja Turtles game. That would be really um, cool. Similar to like a Batman. Yeah. Um, but four player cooperative. It should be set in the '90s, though. Absolutely no. It should be. <laughs> it should be set like early '90s with like. It the, should be nin- the first Ninja Turtles movie. Absolutely, the fashions, the music, all that should be. <laughs> the dominoes. It should all be there. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it could be really cool. And I think using some of the mechanics from the Batman games, um, not cloning them, but but the base idea of how those Batman games work, the later ones that are more yeah. open, um, and, and putting that into a Turtles. You know. It'd be cool to let you switch between the four as well. That was my thought, them. is maybe if you're playing single player, you could mix it up. Yeah, but, like different, if, different play yeah. styles. Mm-hmm. Or four player co-op. Yeah, or they, if you're two had, player, you can each pick two. Wasn't that what the game on Steam was kind of like? Did, couldn't you swap between the four you could. turtles? Yeah. 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 Out of the shadows is the yeah, moment. Yeah, and it was a cool game, Um, but it it was, uh, I think it was limited a lot by okay. its budget and stuff. I had a good time with it for a while, but it was kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. like one of the $20 downloadable. Yeah. It was Budget. fun for a couple of days, and then I went, eh, I'm done with that. Right, right. So, uh, I think that'd be really cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Turtles game would be sweet. I could see that totally happening. And, and, like, the fighting system for Batman would probably work really well for Turtles. Totally. Yeah. Especially, like, you know how, like, when it does the slowdown stuff, you could swap to another turtle and do, like, a crazy-ass combo. A combo move, yeah. yeah. And stuff like, uh, you know, the, the parrying and the uh, yeah, deflecting totally. an enemy and stuff. I mean... Like and each ro- turtle would have a really distinct fighting style Absolutely. fit within that mechanic. That'd be yep. pretty rad. Absolutely. So I think you could do a lot with that. And I was really bummed when I think Rocksteady came out and said like, "No, we're not doing that." No. Nope. Yeah. So new Batman. Maybe we should make that happen. I d- I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody ever read the Brian Jacques books, like Martin the Warrior or Red anything Wall. like that. Redwall. Mm-hmm. I think that series would be a really cool open world Skyrim style game. Hmm. Very you, cool. You can make your own little woodland creature with like fighting abilities and whatever. That'd be sweet. Yeah, and that was a pretty expansive universe. I mean, he made he wrote a lot of books. He passed away not too long ago, I think, a few years back. But those the, the, I don't read much, so that like the, those were like a set of books that I was really into. So I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Megan was we were talking about this morning because she 
she wanted to be on the podcast to talk yeah. about open world games, but she was thinking she was because she was trying to think of franchises that could be made into games, you know, and, and she was like, well, the Lego games kind of are just taking every franchise they can and making a Lego game. And I, and I didn't I had never even thought of that. But that's kind of the case. Like, yeah. granted, they're not open world games, but they're basically well, like using the same. Some are. Yeah. Like yeah. So, well, yeah. like the, the the Marvel one, you could fly around as Iron Man. You they, know? They, they've gotten progressively more open world. I think it started with The Hobbit. Lord of the Rings. Or yeah, Lord of the Rings. Which I had a lot of fun with because it was open world, but it wasn't overwhelmingly big. Yeah. Like I wasn't like terrified by even taking two steps in front of me. much more know? manageable open yeah. worlds in yeah. Lego games. But. Right. But yeah, I just thought that it was an interesting idea that like, yeah, I never even thought that like Lego's just buying up franchise <laughs> after franchise and making a Lego game that's the same they're all fairly much they're pretty much the same like you just run around smashing things and collecting bricks yeah so yeah brian what about you do you think of any franchises you want to make into games i didn't think about this at all to be honest <laughs> i feel like a i doom. remember you briefly mentioned this idea to me like two weeks ago maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's about when we got the um, tweet i don't know i feel like dune dune would be good yeah, yeah. dune would be cool like a dune open world game yeah I've never read or seen Dune, but I know it's rife with awesomeness to and spice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you have this influx of of other like space open universe games that are coming out, like No Man's Sky, and then you've got um, what's the one that's on Xbox now? Uh, I can't think of it. Elite, Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. Things like that. Like, imagine having like an alien game that's like you go to different planets and have to interact with the the aliens and shit like it'd be sweet yeah like that kind of thing i i these open these open universe games i think are like that's going to be the next step of open world is being mm-hmm. able to go to like several different planets and have w- so many different interactions i think that's kind of what spore was trying to do at one yeah. point yeah but they didn't do a very good job of it what about a guardians of the galaxy game that does that that'd be sick because there's so many marvel planets and yeah. marvel alien races you could do so much with it what about like a like a marvel Street level New York team heroes I, for hire. That was one of the thoughts about in my head is like, what if you could do take all those like Daredevil and all those like street level dudes that fight all like the Kingpin and all the thugs yeah. like Punisher and make one of those games where it's that would be just cool. Marvel Netflix open world. Like, <laughs> all the Netflix shows basically. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica <laughs> Jones, Punisher. Sponsored by Netflix. Pretty much. I'd be down for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be rad. Anything else, guys? Tron. Tron, more Tron, Tron, Tron yeah. two, John Carter, Tron two, John Carter. No, I mean maybe It'd be Stargate cool, potentially. Oh my Stargate. god, I'd actually play that. Stargate oh. for Genesis was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just played it. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. When did the first Stargate movie come out? A long time ago. Ninety three. I feel like I feel like a Terminator MMO would be really cool. It really could be. Yeah, if you're fighting in the future and you're yeah. like the resistance, yeah, it could be really cool. Or like just a tactical warfare kind of. I don't know. Terminator RTS. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking sweet. <laughs> Why have they not taken the Battlefield formula, which I'm not a huge fan of anyway, but I know a lot of people are, and like apply it to Terminator. Terminator game? How has this not happened? A Terminator, like, like yeah. Like, like a Call of Duty style like, like Terminator game. It makes total sense. I think Blood Dragon just does it the best anyway. <laughs> 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 Blood Dragon's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's basically... it. it if it was if there was a Terminator game, I'd want it to be like Blood Dragon. Yeah, yeah. But maybe instead of Blood Dragons, they're Terminators, and they're just <laughs> ridiculously hard to instead kill. Instead of <laughs> instead of Blood Dragons, <laughs> single nerdiest thing ever said. <laughs> All right, well, Yoop, thank you for that quick little uh, segment that we could run into. If you have ideas of what 
what sort of games you want to see made, let us know. Anybody, including you, you're, you're welcome to. And that'll count as feedback. I'll enter you in the contest if you send us stuff mm-hmm. like that. So think about if you it. Say Tron, I'll just buy you whatever you want. Don't <laughs> say that, Alex. Now, yeah, you're on the record now. I'm not cutting that out. I don't really edit this podcast. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Hey, Alex. <clears throat> Tron. All right, what do you want? <laughs> Got an Xbox you can have? <laughs> I already have one over of those. the pants, HJ. Uh, some <laughs> some real quick news hits here. Batman: Arkham Knight is being re-released finally on the PC this uh, October 28th coming up. That's my one quick news bit. My second quick hope news bit. Hope it works. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming it does now that they're re-releasing it finally. Yeah, I would have assumed it worked at launch. <laughs> you would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> what What happened with this? Just real quick. I'm not. Well, so, they, all right. Arkham what? Knight came out mm-hmm. in June. Yeah. In yeah. June. It was a while back. And it was basically the PC version was, was given to another company to be ported to PC. And they did a really, really bad job of it. So bad that they actually recalled the game. Holy shit. And like pulled it from shelves. And like, yeah. Like That's it was, embarrassing. It was bad. So they basically, Warner Brothers games went back through and like redid the, the skinning of the game to work on PC. And they're just now releasing it. Wow. June 23rd. Yeah, and and people four months like, later, Steam and all the online retailers were forced to stop selling the game because they were getting so many refunds. That's that insane. Like, they were just like, we're just not going to sell this anymore until you fix the game. Right. And now it's supposedly fixed. So four months later, if you haven't played it yet and you were waiting for the PC version, do it because it's a sweet game. I'd wait another week after release, <laughs> <laughs> just to be just safe. Just to be safe. Uh, second news bit, and it's uh, Destiny's King's Fall Raid Hard Mode was released this past Friday, October 23rd, and Trials of Osiris opens back up on the 30th. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's it. Yeah, I like that. If I want to go into it anymore, I will right now, because the King's Fall Hard Mode is a, essentially what I heard is how they built the raid, and then to make the easier normal mode, they pulled things out of it, Interesting. which I think is a cool concept. So you're mm-hmm. getting the true version of the raid by playing it hard mode. <coughs> I'll talk to you about that idea that just came into my head off of the air. Okay. Anyways, in the next few weeks, we have a handful of great games coming out. Look forward to reviews of Halo 5, Fallout 4, Rise of the Tomb Raider, whatever else we end up finding time to play. But if you have any suggestions of what you want to hear, please let us know. Uh, And that all being said... I heard Assassin's Creed is actually good. That's what I've been hearing, too. But uh, I I don't know if I'm going to fall for it. I have no interest in it. I kind of lost interest after the second one. Yeah. I mean, but I you know, but it's uh, yeah. I suppose after last year, this one needed to be good, but it kind of feels like Assassin's Creed is about to fizzle take, out, take a dip. Yeah, I've completed a lot of those games. It's almost embarrassing how many. <laughs> did you complete three? I did. And that alone is embarrassing. I was so mad at that game by the time <laughs> I was done with it. I was just like, why won't this end? It just keeps getting worse. Is that the <laughs> final? Is Desmond still in that one? Yeah, he's in that one. Okay, that's but. That's his final yes, appearance. Yes, no, yeah, the that's Black his. Flag is that's totally the, that's basically the main reason why I finished that game. Yeah, because I wanted to see what happened with yeah. like the whole like meta story or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, that game didn't go in the direction I wanted it to. Yeah, the whole franchise didn't go in the direction I wanted it to. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Until Dawn. That's why we're here. I want to say we should try to keep as light on spoilers as yeah, possible. Yeah, we're gonna try and not spoil. 
much of this, and if we do, well, well I'm done talking let's, about well, it. We can have a spoiler <laughs> what, yeah, section. I we want, probably should have a spoiler section. I want to clearly yeah. denote the spoilers. Okay, no, let, well, let's go over general thoughts first. I'm going to say this: that I only played a couple hours of it because it it actually crashed my PlayStation really bad. It went into boot loop three times, and I had to reinstall it three times. So I finally got it to work this morning. Got to play for a little bit. Graphically speaking, this is one of the best looking games it's in the world. Gorgeous. Yes. I think Brian, you said it best when you, when you had mentioned in the in our in our group text message that in terms of next gen games, this truly feels next gen, and it yeah, does. Yeah. The look of it is incredible. Um, I I do want to say that I think this is the kind of game that Sony was trying to make with the order, and they couldn't do it. And I don't know if it was just story elements that kind of screwed them on that or what, but. I think based on the gameplay and the way the mechanics of it, I think this is what they were going for with the order, and they totally botched it. But the order is actually shorter than this game. <laughs> the short is it really short sad. order? Yeah. Wow, the short order. <laughs> yeah, the order was what like five or six. It hours. was like five. I was gonna say this long. isn't exactly a lengthy game. No, it's, no, not. it's not. But the or- that's the thing. The order was literally like five hours. Yeah. long. it's insanity. I mean, if you hunt down all the clues and stuff, I feel like it takes maybe like eight hours. For okay, until dawn. So I don't you, know. yeah. I yes. think it's yeah until dawn yeah it's it's around eight to ten hours I think is what yeah. it's, so yeah. that that's my general thought I think it's beautiful it plays really well mechanics are great um, and and I I definitely look forward to playing more of it so that being said that being my bit of input I think you guys have the most amount of input so let's have it like let's talk about it what do you guys where do you want to start well just in terms of other general thoughts I would totally recommend if you're gonna play this game to play it with headphones. And in the dark, because the sound, yep. the sound design of this game is ridiculous. And you're not there. talking just like normal headphones. You want people wearing like seven point one surround well, sound I, headphones, I, I, or ideally what? you'd be wearing like seven or like the the, the wireless gold headset. Okay. For, for PlayStation, but it's. I was playing this game after my girlfriend had gone to bed, and there were a few times where I was like, "I need to put this down." Like, <laughs> like, I, this is especially me out. like the last quarter of the game. Oh well, yeah, I actually had to turn the lights on. I was well, like, "I'm not going to do this part in the dark." Just in in the interest of time, I ended up playing that part during the day. Like I ended up beating the game. Well, no, I no, I, you beat it at night. I beat it at night because you were I, you were Twitch streaming it. I played a large a large chunk of that like earlier that day, like probably from chapter. Six know, on or six, something. Six to nine was all during the day, yeah. but it was creeping me out, and it does a great job of that. Yeah. So I, you know, it's it's a it's a great game. Well, and that I mean, it lends that also the the beautiful graphics lend itself. Oh my to god, that. the lighting in this game is oh, insane. Yeah. And I I never I remember looking back on um the uh, remake of Resident Evil, which just got re released mm-hmm. on on the consoles now. The lighting in that game was at the time, and and really it still holds up. But I remember just going, no one's ever going to be able to beat the mood of this lighting. Yeah, like, and 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 they have. This game is like, yeah. it sets a mood I- immediately. Like the shadows and absolutely, you never know what's going to be around the corner, and it terrifies you. It's great. On the topic of that. I think this game proves that fixed camera angles can still work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They picked perfect camera angles just to make you like anxious about what's going to be around the corner. Please make a Resident Evil game with fixed camera angles again. It increases, and it, but it proves also that you don't have to have tank controls. Exactly. Yeah. To make the fixed camera angles work. This, this game, um, the, the, limit, the limitations of, of your visibility and stuff are what totally play with you. Absolutely. Like, yeah. To make this, to take that away from this game would really take a lot of the scare factor out. Yeah. yeah. And the controls are deliberate. You may feel like a tank. It doesn't control like a tank, but, but 
people kind of lumber a little bit, and that kind of adds to the tension <laughs> mm-hmm. of like, my flashlight was usually facing up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. To listeners, your flashlight is controlled by your right stick on your control. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a hard time. It reminded me of like those twin stick shooters, like yeah. where you're trying yep. to shoot and move in one direction. I cannot play those. I felt like <laughs> I felt like I naturally like the animation was great, and that I felt like it was I was almost watching a movie in the terms of how the flashlight would move depending on where I would do it as I was walking. Well, like that's, I was playing it this morning, and Megan was sitting on the couch, and she didn't realize I was playing a game. She thought I was watching a movie. <laughs> I was and, telling and you, she literally probably enjoy it. She she like stopped. She was watching Dance Moms on her laptop. Yeah, I'm shaming you, oh, Megan. Gosh. I'm shaming you for watching Dance Moms. <laughs> Uh, she was watching Dance Moms. Talk and less stopped. about Destiny and more about Dance Moms. I had headphones on, so I couldn't hear her, but apparently she was asking me, like, are you playing a game or is this a movie? She asked me several times, I guess. And then I finally, like, it, it was like a close-up of Hayden Panettiere's face or whatever, and I pulled my headphone off, and I was like, look at the graphics in this game. And she was like, <laughs> I was wondering if that was a game or a movie. And, and I was like, no, it's like that's how immersive it is. That is like, so cool. It, it was super funny. Like, she had no clue what was going on until she started seeing the prompts to, like, do the quick-time actions, yeah. Yeah. like... It was, it was, yeah, she was pretty floored at how amazing it looks. Yeah, I, that's testament to the, the graphics and, and how it all looks. It's fantastic. They did a really good job with the uh, the facial expressions and stuff, too. Oh, I yeah. like the random, like, uh, close-up shots of people's faces, and they just look all panicked. Yeah, if you sit if you sit still for too long, it'll yeah, do that close yeah, up. And honestly, it freaked me out a couple of times because I'd walk away for a second. You're like, what's gonna? And I go back and be like, wait, what's happening? Why did that change? What's going on? Um, no, I, on on the note of um, Megan watching you play, yeah, uh, Nikki. I mean, we'll sit down and watch a movie, and if it, a lot of the time, you know, inevitably one of us will pull out our phones and mess around a little bit while we're watching the movie. She like put her phone down and she was like sitting there watching me play the whole time. Like, wait, no, go left. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, Nikki, I'll let you make all the decisions on my second playthrough. Like that's yeah. what we did. I, I played through a second time, that's and I, awesome. I played, but I was like, "Nikki, you make every choice." Yeah. So it was it, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That Very was cool. my suggestion before we played the game: is that we should just play it together, like yeah. couch co-op, and just do a take collective playthrough. Decisions or, or I, yeah. I still we should do that as a Twitch stream. We always yeah, talk about doing these yeah. Twitch stream things, and we never do we anything. Never do. So we should actually do Ever. this one because it's it's a quick and easy one. We could probably. Yeah. Probably do this in an afternoon. You know? It'd be fun to do because I think it, it'd be hilarious to everybody get angry at somebody for making the wrong choice. Like, what the hell did you I do, hope, John? What I were you thinking? It'd be really sweet. I know that, um, well, it's not going to happen, but Twitch did, uh, twi- they did Twitch plays Dark Souls. It'd be sweet if they did a Twitch plays Until Dawn, but yeah. they can only do the Dark Souls because they like made it a turn-based game. They, right. Like, they pause the frames and let the people make a decision and then execute like that. And yeah. since this is on PlayStation, I don't think they'd be able to do that. They can't pull it apart like that. But yeah. that would be, it'd be a fun game to like collaboratively play regardless. It really would. Yeah. Or do like an ad libs thing. Yeah. Where you're like, where you lay out every choice in the game and then you like, everybody picks one thing. Yeah. <laughs> just see how the game turns out. Just follow, <laughs> follow the, like the list of, of actions people said to make. Yeah. 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 I also wanted to do a Twitch stream of uh, Ricky playing this game by himself because he's such a scaredy cat. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. I, I did end up Twitch streaming my All right, final. I'm going to pause so I can hit this ball. <laughs> <laughs> he was like panicking. just, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared. I got to get stoned. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I did end up Twitch streaming like the final chapter and a half of the game 
And uh, really, it just turned into Willie and Mickey were watching my final. It was so much fun, <laughs> though. Because I know, you know, I know. Yeah, you had already played through it like three times. Or yeah. Like so point. he'd make a decision I wouldn't make. And I'd go, oh, my God, what is going to happen now? He's on a total. <laughs> there was a point when I look up, I kind of looked away for a second. And then I look back and he's in a. To- I've never been to the area in the game he was in. I'd <laughs> wow. never seen the environment That's that he weird. was in. And I was like, holy shit, what did he do? <laughs> That's pretty cool. And he goes, what decision did I make to make that happen? I said, I don't know. Yeah. I Very don't know. poor decisions. Well, that, that proves how much they put into these, you know, the butterfly effect, as they call it, like yeah. this, this mechanic of the game where, like, what little choices you make have a huge effect later on. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it saved my ass in the last couple chapters. Yeah, but like that's I mean, Willie played through it three times at that point or whatever, and Alex is making decisions that ha- that bring up things that Willie's never seen. Like that's yeah. amazing. Like it's the very game's cool. that big, dynamic. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they, were, they they said there's some cool making of stuff on the disc. Actually, oh, yeah. you can watch I watched it. a little bit. It's kind of interesting, um, but they said there was a thousand page script they wrote for this game. That's wow. It's uh, it's got nothing on Fallout Four. No, but it's, it's still pretty impressive considering it's only like a ten-hour game. Yeah, I mean, totally. so that's a lot of options. I, you have. Yeah, I was impressed that it was that long, honestly, because because yeah. of all the production value they had to put into it. Right. And they were working with this is a little bit of a film nerds crossover. They were working with the guy who owns Glass Sigh Films or something like that. Larry Fessender, I think. Yeah, Larry Fessender, yeah. who was like friends with like Ty West and people who did like the the some of the posters in the the like little cinema room in the game. Yeah, are actual movies from that production company. Oh, cool! Oh, that awesome. they've all yeah. worked on and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's cool. It's kind of neat. So, not to ma- we didn't talk about there are like actual actors in this game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. They're very recognizable because Hayden, the graphics Hayden. are amazing they're so. insane yeah it's it's and it's really cool favorite I mean. performance though peter stormare oh yeah oh my god it looks just like there's like every time he pops up on screen i'm instantly creeped out because yeah. he's yeah, just he's, he's super creepy yeah that's the russian german yeah. dude yeah. or yep. whatever right he from armageddon yeah he plays like every villain in like <laughs> yeah. every movie now like yep. he was in bad boys too yep yep this one's for Mother Russia. <laughs> and he whips, whips the bottle of vodka over the wall at Johnny Tapia's house. Yep. Yes. I can talk about Bad Boys. We should have Bad Boys uh, marathon. There was a Bad Boys video game. You guys should go back and review that. It's <laughs> oh my awful. God. How about a Bad Boys open world game? No. Yeah, that'd be sweet. You just blow up everything. You just in your go path. around Miami and destroy it. <laughs> it's just wreck explosions. people's lives. <laughs> Man, <laughs> random explosions. Michael Bay's Bad Boys: The Game. Like <laughs> <laughs> you put the disc in and it blows up your system. <laughs> TV just explodes. Game over. <laughs> anyway, right. so the general thoughts on Until Dawn. I mean, we all think it's it's worth playthrough. Absolutely, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really absolutely. hope they make sequels, and I think they will. They did. There. Okay, so there was uh, an AMA on Reddit with two of the guys who produced it. There was also. Um, a couple of other interviews randomly for like Kotaku, I think, and like one of the other blogs. And then the two of the producers were also on the Indoor Kids podcast with uh, awesome. Kumail Nanjiani and I, I can't remember his wife's Emily name. Emily Gordon. Yeah. Uh, so they were on there, I think, two, maybe two episodes ago. Sweet. Um, and they have discussed the prospect of there actually being sequels. But it, they can't put anything in stone yet. So yeah, well, they, from what I understand, they sold more than they expected, or right. at least enough to make a sequel. Sony didn't promote this thing at all. No, I don't think anybody really promoted. It. The no. only promotion I really saw of it was like when I would go into the store menu on PlayStation, it was always there, like yeah. up front, like that was it. And that was, I mean, enough promotion for me to be like, oh, that looks like it might be kind of cool, but it's not really my kind of game, but I might right. play it, you know? Right. Well, and the interesting thing, like, this game began life as a PlayStation 3 move game. Right. And and apparently, what they said on the AMA, they were like, somebody asked them the question, what inspired you guys, why did you end up going with PS4, and that kind of thing, and they're like, well, 
We got enough feedback with people that were like, man, I really wish there weren't any move controls in this game. So we just kind of, and, and the new consoles were coming out. So we decided to just go back, right? make everything prettier, make it uh, just a controller-based game. And it clearly, you that can was a play wise it either decision. Way, though. Like at the beginning, it asks you if you want to play with motion or with regular controls. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like yep. Motion or traditional, but it's still like it, it's even different because like the move controllers would have been a totally different. Yeah, the the controllers they had the wand weird thing, you know. Right yeah. Did anybody, really strange. Did any of you guys try it with the move controls at all? No. No, but I will say like congratulations to the what company made this? <laughs> oh man, this is uh Oh super massive. Yeah, super, super massive. massive. Yep. Yeah. Congrats to them for actually using all the functions of the PS4 controller. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Including the touchpad. the touchpad. In ways that make sense. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no, no games use the touchpad. It's ridiculous. Not that I want to bring up Destiny again, but like Destiny <laughs> has the perfect use of a touchpad know, and they don't use it. It would be perfect for the menus. So it would be amazing for the menus. And the... the uh, the motion control that's that's actually in the game, like where it tells you not to move, that yeah. is so tense. Like it's you... very effective. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know really that is. little squirrel that was eating out of my hand at the one point. I was so scared. <laughs> so I really just wanted to feed the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, wait, I, wait till you're trying to hide. I <laughs> promise you, it gets. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I watched Brian play like a, I, he spoiled a couple parts for me. I don't really care because like spoilers don't bother me, but. Uh, it was yeah, it was pretty intense watching him play, have, having to hold still like while he's yeah, hiding. And you see that light move just slightly, and you start freaking out about it. And that it's makes you kind of start shaking, maybe if yeah. like that. And that's yeah, so that it creates that tension that may actually make people like shiver while they're oh, playing and like. Fuck I have up their I have game. a very a very like I have a point to that that I'll bring up in spoiler Terry. Right. Okay, well, I mean, any other general thoughts? We can jump into spoiler Terry. Let's do want. it. I think we All right, let's take a well. quick little break here. Play this Put game. A little musical And then we're, we'll jump in, in. Yeah, I'm going to throw in a musical interlude. <laughs> and you can talk about boners Is if you want to be the Hello quick. Boners. Uh, Hello Boners interlude. Yeah. Yeah. I should throw a beat to that, and then we can make just, that the yep, interlude just, for... Uh, there you go. Yeah. Just loop it like 10 Hello times. Hello Boners. Boners, Boners, Boners. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a few. Thanks. All right, we're back from our uh, little break here to jump into some spoiler territory for Until Dawn. Who wants to start spoiling the game for me? I want to speak real quick to the point that you were just talking okay. about with the with the don't move. Let's do it. So uh, the final one of the final like uh, in the final scene of the game, you have a few moments where there is John. You haven't, you don't know this at all, but there's Wendigos in this game. Yeah, I read about that on the AMA. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, so you're trying to keep still so that the Wendigo can't detect you, and you need to, to do that to keep it still. And it's like the final moments of Sam making it out of the game. Hate him yeah, tears. that's what I'm talking Character. about. I was sitting there that was tense. trying to hold it for so long, and I got through like one of the checks, I think. and it was. You got two people out of the house. I got two people out of the house. But I think with Sam, it came back to it twice for some reason. It goes twice. back to her three or four but times. I yeah, think, I think that's why times. I finally just ran. I was fucking sick of trying to stay still. So, <laughs> it's like I can't do this anymore. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> the first time I think I got it. The second time I think it tripped, but then Mike was able to distract or something. 
I can't remember. But the third time, I was sitting there trying to hold still, and honestly, my vision was like going white. I was trying to keep still so hard, (laughs) and I ended up dipping the controller a little bit too low and failed it. But I was honestly like it was clouding my vision trying to hold still so much that I and like focus on. That. See, that's yeah. sweet. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. the kind of immersion they, like you need in a game like this. Imagine playing this with like an Oculus on. You know, oh, like, it would be perfect for VR, and it would I would be scared shitless. So, <laughs> real quick, Willie, how many people survived in your pers- first? Oh, playthrough? um, uh, my first playthrough, who, six. Who survived? I mean, uh, six of the eight survived. There's eight total, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah six of the eight survived. Um. The two who died were uh, Claire, Hayden Panettiere. Isn't that her? Or Sam. 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 And then um, I was thinking Claire because that's the cheerleader. Oh, heroes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I never watched. So why do I call her Claire? <laughs> um, so yeah, Hayden Panettiere died right at the end in during a don't move segment. Yeah. I mean, literally, I just a tiny bit. And then it's like, skewered alive, dead, goodbye. See oh. you, Hayden. It's amazing that it's that sensitive, too. Like. Oh, it does not. I literally, to get through that part, I had to set the controller on a pillow. On my lap. Yeah, I, so I gave it from a lazy boy, the sh- so it's the, like perfect. Yeah. Any, any vibrations, it kind of, you know. <sighs> I was so That's pissed. Who, who was the other day? Uh, Jessica died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, she died later on. She oh, actually really? survived the elevator shaft fall. Oh. Um, she survived that segment. And then later on, Matt meets up with her in the mines. And he's like, Jessica, you're still alive? What the fuck? And she's like, beat to shit. And I was like, good for Jessica. Like... That's one of the things about this game, real quick, just a side note. You start the game with all these genre conventions. You've got your slutty girl, you've got your stoner, yeah. you've got all the, you know, all the stuff that you expect. To right? a T, it's, it's perfect. It's hilarious. But actually, as you continue playing, you start to like feel differently about some of these characters, yeah. or at least I did. Like I started with the game like, oh, Matt, he's going to be a hero. He's got a Letterman's jacket on, and he's he kind of a pussy. Yeah, game. he's kind of an asshole. Like, get out of here. And then Mike, I hated <laughs> to begin with. And he ended up being really He's kind awesome. of a badass, yeah. and I was like, all right, sweet. So... Did you have him cut his own fingers off? I did. That was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Too. I had him chop the fingers and off. And he's just walking around like, whatever. With I don't stubs. need those fingers. I got, I got eight <laughs> left. Fuck it. How quick did you make it happen? Like, did you just, did you try and open the No, I cut him right away. Okay. I was like, I'm not Me fucking too. around. I'm, let's I, do hear, it. I hear weird noises. I'm getting the fuck out of yep, here. Yep, let's cut the fingers. I tried like three times, so I ended up not having a machete worth, like my machete was rendered useless. So you can't use it to defend yourself later. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the kind of thing this game does. Yeah. Do I want to cut off my own fingers or do I want to try and pry this bear trap loose? Oh, I pried it loose, but my machete is broken. I still ended up cutting his fingers. Because, oh, you did? Because so you broke the machete and lost your fingers. Yep. Damn, Alex, that's rough. <laughs> no you gave Mike a really no bad only night. only four people survived in your yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. yeah, so Jessica died. Um, she actually, when she met up with Matt, uh, unfortunately, I chose to run instead of hide. So after and all that, that after she was all that, through, she, just, she survived, uh, you know, she getting, was better off without you. I know <laughs> she would have been fine. So I ran and she couldn't keep up and it literally like stuck its fingers down her throat and yanked her bottom jaw completely off. Oh, that's awesome. It was insane. See, that's what she looks like when she falls down the elevator. Right. Yeah. She, she, that's already she been done. The same way. But you see her actually get killed when. So uh, I felt really bad about that. Yeah. But. I really wanted her to survive and she was the first one to die in my game. Me too. Yeah, she was my. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Necessarily, I wanted everybody to survive, but my she, goal was to get all of the ladies out. Get the ladies to survive. <laughs> yeah. So who did, who who lived and died for you, Brian? Um. Well, Emily, Ashley, Sam, and uh, Matt survived. Okay. So I almost accomplished my goal, except yeah. for Jess and Matt. But really, yeah. Early on in the game, I was considering just killing Emily off because she's kind of a bitch. But, was, but by the time the she like survived the mines and stuff, I. I don't know. You're okay with her. Yeah, she she was 
less of a bitch. I mean, no, I, I felt the same way because I, I hated her the first half of the game, and then all of a sudden she's I was like, eh, she's, she's kind of more badass. She's kind of cool. She survived some time alone. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, I totally agree. He was kind of a douche and like yeah, useless, terrible. And and I don't even know like he was just gone for like the second half of my game, like just not part of the story. And then at the end, I. I ran him through a couple of shafts and out a hole in the side of like the mines, and then <laughs> he was done. That was his story. He survived. Yeah, he doesn't do much in the game. <laughs> so, you, so you ran up the shaft and out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a very painful experience. <laughs> <laughs> How did everybody die then? That you? Yeah, so you lost Jess in the beginning. Yeah. She, now you didn't when you when you got to the elevator. She was already done. Um. Well, I got to the elevator and she fell. Like. Okay. Yeah. But she. Like, but when. Matt saw her for a moment, didn't he? Matt? Mike. No. Mike, Mike. Excuse me. Yeah. Mike saw her? Was her she jaw her ripped jaw off? No. No. Okay. Okay. So she yeah. was super dead by the so time. She, okay. she was super dead. So so at that point, you need to, because you have two choices with, with Mike. Fast or safe route when you're yeah. chasing it. And if you do all fast, you make it in time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or if you or if you hit all the button prompts in time. If you screw yeah, up button I'm, prompts, she's dead I by the time I fucked up there. a lot of quick time events, <laughs> which I think had some dire consequences. Yeah. For me. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> at least in the beginning, I got pretty good at the end. Yeah. Yeah. You get into the rhythm of it. Like like Sam when she's running from the when to go at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that happened for you guys, I don't. Yeah. Know. I, yeah. I had one of those. Um, yeah. I like hit every single prompt perfectly. So I wanted that fine ass to survive. Okay. <laughs> Jess, Jess died. Jess who died. Else died? Who, who was next? Um, How did you lose Chris? Oh, I think. Yeah, Chris might have been the next one. Yeah, I think he was, but okay. it took a while. Yeah. He went out to uh, to check on Josh. With I the Wendigo say. Hunter? Yeah. Who, by the way, is amazing. Yeah. That guy's so fucking cool. Awesome is that the dude that you keep seeing with the machete and the And the flamethrower? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's hunting Wendigos he's and shit. A, is, is he played by the... He's played by Larry Fessender, the writer of the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. It's modeled after. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's great. He's a great character. Because it's funny because I, I was first introduced to him playing, like watching Brian play and had yeah. no idea who he was. And then when I played through the intro and he hel- holds out his hand to pull the twins up, and then you have the choice of either letting them drop or like dropping just the one twin. Like, yeah, I just let them both drop. I was like, fuck it. That's what I did. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, fuck that guy. No way. Yeah. It's like, what's he going to. But I figured like if he's putting his hand out, like maybe he, he wants to help, you know, like I uh, assumed he was going to take whoever survived back to his lair and murder like, him. rape them and yeah. murder them. So I was like, fuck this. I was, about to, I was about to call up William and be like, death is the, better. Did, can, can the twins ever survive or did I just royally fuck the game in the beginning? Well, technically one of them does. Yeah, yeah. Technically. Yeah. We'll get to that. Oh, that's a spoiler. So Chris, <laughs> Chris went out with Wendigo Hunter. And yeah. Died. And. When I was supposed to fire the shotgun, it like showed two targets, mm-hmm. and I was like hitting the button. I swear, and just nothing was happening. And then off with his head, cut know? his head off. Mm-hmm. Damn. Rolled like, to the door, and Ashley was horrified. Just think about that for a I second. I was super sad about that because <laughs> I thought they were finally going to hook up. And then of course he's murdered in front die. of her. Hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a Wendigo hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just say for a second, like that? That's one thing. Is uh, I'll, I'll get into that. Never mind. Let's keep going with the kills first. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, you're. Kidding. Well, it, that was it until the Mike. end when Mike died. So you yeah. lost Mike and well, the Josh. Final. Oh, did so Josh got killed for you as well? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I feel like Josh just did he, dies. Every did time he get his head squ- squashed? Yes. He by, he can uh, survive because well, he survived really. my first one. Yep. 
but he, uh, he can survive. But he's doesn't he still become? He a survives, Wendigo? but at the end of the game, there's a post-credit sequence where he's turning into a Wendigo. Oh, yeah. right. sweet. Yeah. yeah, I lost Jess in the same way as Brian. My next death was. Oh man, maybe Ashley. Wait, hold on. Did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I lost Jess. Yep. And then Ashley went down in the cavern to check the noise. To, to, to Did check you the really? Noise. After yeah. you to read the that voice. whole manual, you fell. He for forgot it? about it because I went. <laughs> no, like, you read it right, and he's like, "You're like, fuck yeah." I, well, I, I read it. Wendigos can perfectly mimic but, people. But I was like, maybe Jess. <laughs> I was like, I'm not falling for that. I was like, maybe Jess just lost her jaw, and maybe <laughs> I. I mean, I would make some pretty messed up noises if I lost my jaw too. So maybe I should go help her out. And then I opened up the cupboard door or the the the. the trap door and, and the wendigo yanked her head off yeah. so ashley died right then and like i i went jess died first and then ashley died in chapter like nine yeah you and had a long was, gap yeah i had a really long gap and then uh i didn't save josh and sam died in that final scene because i couldn't keep it still so those are my four that died i got the other ones out all right yeah i got sick of standing still and finally had uh Sam run for it in that sacrifice Mike hit the switch and kill Mike basically, yeah. which I did not expect. <laughs> He's um, I he, thought he would run too. Right, you would think he would book it, but yeah, <laughs> his death was just can so you, quick you, and just sad. Can you not this charred corpse? Like, oh look, just, he's on fire! Can you not hit the switch? There's no option for that. It's automatic. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah, you need to wait. I mean, to to get the best possible result of that, you have Mike you have to do a don't move se- section like four times, yeah. and they get increasingly harder. I did harder. at least three. You had one more to go. Um, and the thing is, it gets tougher because if you're, <laughs> the game fucks with you, and they know what they're doing because you're sitting there with this don't move thing. And that the Wendigo is right in your yeah. face on the camera. Like you're her peripheral. Like you see the peripheral of Hayden yeah. Pinnitier. And the Wendigo's right here and it screams in your face as loud as possible as you're trying to hold to this thing. To get you to jump. Fuck yeah. yeah. They try to kill you. <laughs> see, um, that's just that's good. That's good game mechanics. It's beautiful. Engineering. It's amazing. But I just want to say, and I'm kind of tooting my own horn here, that I called the Wendigo twist like yeah. two chapters before Wendigos show up. Apparently, I'm very knowledgeable in Native American folklore, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, well, sure, I, I'm sure I didn't even know what the hell a Wendigo was. I'm I sure what also something. helps is your general knowledge of horror movies. Yeah. It and didn't hurt. Like yeah. yeah. Well, so. I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, so there's a killer. I know this because I've seen the trailers with the skull right. mask thing. Like, all right. And then there's an, a guy in the woods who cannot be the same guy. Right. It yeah. does, doesn't match. I up. knew that. Like, I figured out early on that he was not. A bad guy, but right, yeah. right, and I knew there was more to that guy than me. Like there was something going on, yeah. and then and then I saw like transformer. <laughs> he's Optimus. More than turns out he's Optimus eye. Prime in the <laughs> yes. twist ending. He fights all the Wendigos. Um, <laughs> but but the quick time events to make him transform properly are terrible. Really <laughs> tough. So he gets killed every time. Oh. Um, How about the transformers he's actually a character in the new game. Transformers game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's um, that new one that just came out. Devastation. Yeah, I want to play that, actually. Yeah. I've, I've heard, heard the, good things. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so I knew there was something going on. Anyway, I, I, I turned to Nikki and I go, I go, I'm pretty sure this is Wendigos. There's like Native American imagery all over this game and stuff. Like, this is going to be a Wendigo. And then sure enough, I was like, oh, fuck, I was right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, the design of the Wendigos is horrifying, though. Yes. They're fucking terrifying. Um, especially the spoiler alert, Hannah Wendigo. Yeah, because she's still got like girls' panties, tattoo. like messed up, like fucking yeah. nasty girls' panties on her and stuff. And she's all, ugh, God, she's horrifying. She's yeah. all gangly and, ugh. Anyway, but 
So what did you, uh, I wanted to talk about that Wendigo twist. Oh, you lost Doge too, by the way. Oh, did yeah, you save the, the dog? Fucking wolf. Did you save um, the, the, the wolf? wolf? He was fine. Like he he just wandered off at some he point. He survived. For some reason. So I assume he survived. Yeah. Okay. Was, so you he got wolf killed. I got wolf killed first playthrough, and I was so pissed. That was I was my like, biggest fuck. disappointment in the whole game was having that wolf. I was like, God damn it, Doge. Yeah. Doge, <laughs> gets, Doge, I got Doge so sad. Survive. Doge wolf. Anyway, sorry, Alex. Um. So the Wendigo twist. How did you? Did you like it? Yes. Okay. I I um, I immediately went. Fuck! This isn't a slasher game. All right, fine, <laughs> sure. Wendigos. It is for a while, though. It is because there's no. That's one thing I will say is that there is. I, I'm not going to say too much because this is one thing I don't want to spoil for you because I think it. It's not a he, plot twist, but it's he, no. I think it's, he knows. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. So the there's a little bit of an illusion of of choice in some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, there are two characters in particular that will always make it to the final chapter, no matter what. Oh, really? What you do to them. And unfortunately, it's two characters who have two of the best chapters where you feel the most tense and scared. And once you kind of realize that they're always going to make it, you're kind of like, oh, those chapters are kind of sad now because there's nothing I can do to get yeah. them killed. There's the, the tense. It's gone. I assume. Yeah. I'm guessing Mike and Sam. Yeah. Always those two it. always make it to the final chapter. No matter what you do in the game. I mean, you can get caught by things. And but I, but I think matter. they still hinge. It's, a, it's good that they still hinge other people's lives on those people. It is true. Like, yeah, you can make decisions on the in those chapters so they, that can They still matter cuz Jess can still die if you mess things up. Absolutely. Mike, but Mike can't die, you know. Yeah, I'm, but there's I'm not so, sure like, about Sam, but The chapter where you you're through the um going through the insane asylum in the basement with the cells and stuff with Mike is fucking tense. Yeah, like yeah. and there's all these Wendigos locked up in these cells trying to get at you. Once you play through the second time and realize that Mike's going to make it, you're kind of, it's not as you know what I mean? You're not as scared. You can I, miss. I wasn't too scared because I had the wolf companion yeah, with me. Yeah, he's kind of badass. I, so. I, I knew he had my back, but... Yeah. D-Dog? Yeah. Would anyone D-dog. actually not pet the wolf? Like, what I idiot would, like, kick the wolf instead of pet? Like, I want the wolf <laughs> yeah. to be my... Like, he's my buddy. Like, I want him to escort me through this place. <laughs> did you guys have Chris shoot the squirrel in the beginning? I no. did on my second playthrough. Nikki goes, shoot that fucking squirrel. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's, like, so horrified. Yeah, she's so hilarious. pissed. Does that affect the, the moose? No. Or the deer? It, if you yeah. shoot the squirrel... The bird attacks Sam. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it, for some reason, the bird the attacks Sam. Nature, yeah. The balance of nature or whatever. She gets a cut from being attacked. If she gets cut, she will be caught by the killer, air quotes again, later on because she'll see the blood, blood drops. Trail. Yep. So Sweet. that little decision you make in the first chapter Interesting. totally affects stuff later on. That's really cool. Um, there's some other cool stuff that I, I noticed in terms of choices and what they. Um, how they affect things. If Matt tries to save Emily too many times when she's uh, like hanging on the precipice, remember when they're in the mines, mm-hmm. the tower falls. If he tries to save her too many times, like he probably would because he just fucking so devoted to that girl mm-hmm. and I can never understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, he will get killed. He will die. She'll <laughs> fall down the shaft the same way she normally does. Survive. And uh, Wendigo actually grabs him and throws him up on a spike, like a meat oh. hook that goes through his, his mouth. Awesome. And he's just hanging in there. It's so gross. <laughs> I kind of wish so I would have done that. And I, I do know Emily can be crushed to death. I won't say how, but I want to see it for myself. because <laughs> My Matt was not as devoted because I like... <laughs> no, I was like, well, peace out. Well, but I wasn't even... Mine wasn't <laughs> intentional. I was at the point where they're, they're both kind of balanced on the radio tower as it's falling. And I tried to save her once, and it didn't work out for some reason. And I was like, well... 
It says jump to safety. Maybe if I get off, I'll be able to get some leverage to, to grab her. her yeah. So I jumped off, and then the thing falls, and I was like, I didn't intend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but man, I was just like... See what happened away. was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ya. my Matt had the flare gun, so he was like set, I thought. Yeah. And, and then the flare gun never came into play. The like, flare gun? The f- I had Emily keep the flare gun. The flare gun can come into play. If yeah. Emily has it. came in for you, right? Yeah. Because yeah. she gets when she gets grabbed by the Wendigo. Did it bite her yeah. for your so so that's Oh really? Thing. Oh wait, that, no, it did. Yeah. She gets bit right. on the shoulder. Yeah, because there's a whole argument about it. Yeah. yeah. If she has the flare gun, she can shoot it. Ah. But but then she won't get bit, right? Right. Okay. And, and then, that debate will never happen. But that's that's an awesome debate. The 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 her getting bit. They start debating as a group. While you turn into a wind, like they because they, they've seen so many horror movies, they're like, "This bitch is gonna turn into a Wendigo." Right. Like <laughs> yeah. so, literally, they're they're debating shooting her in the head, and you can shoot her in the head, and she is dead for the rest of the game. Like you as a player can go, "That's not worth it. <laughs> You're done." <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, but I, you know, I argued everybody down, and then you, and then right after that, you get to read through the Wendigo. The Wendigo dude's journal, and you see that bites don't do anything. Bites, well, he's been bit numerous yeah. times, and he's fine. So if you had killed her, you would have felt so shitty afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> like immediately afterwards. Like, whoops. Yeah, that it's um the the choices you can make in the game are very cool. I, I like totally. I like that even the little ones like killing the squirrel, which whatever can it's really affect some avalanche snowball effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can really affect things. Another way that uh, Hayden can get caught by the killer um, is if you. At no point during, if you make the decisions where at no point during the chase do you drop your flashlight, because um, she will ha- keep her flashlight on, not thinking about it, and he'll see the beam of light and he'll grab her. And yeah, because every, every time you go, like if you go and hide, because I kept hiding, mm-hmm. and immediately as soon as she hides, there's a, pr- a prompt to hit triangle to turn off the yep. flashlight. And if you don't do it, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. But no, and you said apparently that's the hardest part of the game. That is, that's apparently that that sequence is incredible. Like I, I kind of went through the message boards and stuff after I finished my playthrough. I'm like, I want to see what other people did, you know. And everybody was saying that it's the hardest sequence in the game. Like almost no, I think there was a very small percentage of people that were actually to able to complete sure it. Sam gets away to did, get her safe. Did yeah. Sam get away from the killer in your case? Nah. Did she? She got away for you. Yeah, right? I got, yeah. I got her out of there. She managed to hide from him, I think, in like a... Did the bat come and play for you at all? Yes. The baseball bat? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. yep. I, I think I went the wrong direction or something. Yeah, you can go one way or another. Yeah. Hide yeah. or keep running, right? Yeah, and because if you hide, I remember the, the bat. bat from earlier, and I was like, oh, I need to find the bat, but then I went the wrong way, so yeah. it wasn't yeah. there. It's it's so fun, so much fun. I was a little <laughs> disappointed in the supernatural when to go twist. I was hoping it would be a little more grounded, but I th- in the end, I think it's such a fun game and interesting story that it works out anyway. I can understand that. I mean, it is it is weird, especially if you followed some of the the trailers and stuff that came out before. You really expect this to be a slasher game, like, mm-hmm. and and they set it up. They set up all the conventions of this game are the slasher thing. Every slasher movie is always some mistake. Or some horror of the past comes back to haunt them. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's exactly what happens in the opening chapter. And then they, I love that they, it reminded me of like a cabin in the woods. They totally flipped on its head, like the expectations yeah. you have for a horror movie. That's true. And then it's like, no, it's fucking Wendigo's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Sweet. Surprise, guys. So do you guys see this as being like the next step in the horror, survival horror style games? Absolutely. I think it's a great way to yeah. do it. I think this, and I wanted to talk about. I don't. None of you, yeah, none of you have played Heavy Rain, which is kind no. of. I played a little. You played a little, little bit, bit of it. Yep. Okay. And even before that, Indigo Prophecy, like those games were like the kind of the advent of the quick time, you know. But those are more thrillers. They're not really horror films. Mm-hmm. 
It's more like playing through like seven or something like that as opposed to doing a slasher flick. Right. I think that the slasher genre makes this game, it elevates this kind of game genre. Yeah, I mean, like, I, f- I feel like Hollywood could go back and start making games using this engine that, you know, they could make a thing game or they could make Absolutely. Friday the 13th. Well, Friday the 13th is happening. I, w- I want to like, talk about that. In, but, in yeah. this kind of vein, though, like, is it going to be similar to that? Because that's, like, I feel like... In the little that I've played it and in the little that I've watched other people play this game, I feel like it. this is like the perfect format for that sort of thing. And what would be really cool is if they actually tied in some form of film aspect where people could vote on the decisions being made in the theater to like affect how the movie mm. ends, quote unquote. Like, mm. you know, everybody's on their fucking smartphones in theaters anyways. Like, <laughs> they might as well somehow incorporate it into being a part of the movie, but... You know, I feel like this. Think this you're ahead is, of your time. I'm totally ahead of my time. I usually am. I'm pretty amazing, um, <laughs> but I, I feel like this. Just watching this game and playing what little I have, that this is a cool experience that I would love to see. You know, we talked about other franchises that need to be made into games. Like, go through every fucking slasher film that's ever been made and make a game out of it. Like mm-hmm. this. I mean, like, like this. This could have been like uh, Alien Isolation. Could have been this. Mm-hmm. And it would have been very. Uh, I like Alien Isolation. Yeah. But it would have been very cool to play an alien game like this. I mean, it, it'd be creepy. I, I must say, like, I'm not generally a fan of quick time events, but I felt like it was very fitting in this. And they give you enough time. Yeah. It's not unreasonable. You never yeah. feel like it's... None of them feel cheap or anything. My only like issue that. is, for whatever reason, I can't separate square and circle in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm not used to PlayStation controllers still. Like, I've been playing on Xbox controllers for years and years, so I'm just used to that and... I don't know what it. I think it's the color. Like I, I associate the the, the buttons with color more, and the color of circle and square they're pretty similar. similar so mm-hmm. square is like pinkish, right? Yeah. The circle's red, which is like the B button. Though. Well, the circle's round. Yeah, but it's, square it, has corners. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I, I'm just throwing that out there that they are two completely different shapes. Oh, man. If you get down to a molecular level, I mean, <laughs> um, is the circle really entirely round? I mean, it's kind of jaggy, right? No, it's perfectly round, man. <laughs> geometry says so. My high oh. school geometry class says I so. I must say, too, like you guys said you played with headphones, right? Yeah. I did not, but okay. well, well, I, I played with pretty badass surround sound and yeah. that was amazing Wasn't sweet. Well. i could yeah. definitely recommend playing that way i just feel the directional the, audio is spot on yeah. too having the headphones on in the dark was so different level like, oh that had to be great it, it just it's all right there yeah you're in yeah it. you're in it yeah, but I mean, surround sound. Like I thought there was something in the back corner of my. That's, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, it was I'm awesome. I'm glad it, it comes across in, in actual like good surround sound too. Yeah. But if you don't have good surround sound, and you have the a decent pair of yeah. headphones, yeah, it, it'd be a good way to do it. Now they said the um the guys at Supermassive did say that they're they're thinking about a sequel. They did say yes. this, yeah. and that it will not include. These characters, this setting, this storyline, which is good. I want. I don't want. I, I don't idea. want Wendigo game two. No, you know, um, <laughs> more Wendigos. Wendigo game, game advance. <laughs> um, is there now? We don't really know what Wendigo until game guide. <laughs> I think the until dawn idea mainly just has to do with the timeline of when it takes place. That's my see. That's my thought, John. What I'm what I'm 
what I was thinking is we don't know what this is as a franchise yet. So right. what is the what's going to be the? I mean, obviously the gameplay is probably going to be well, similar. I mean, just think about the basic like most of your horror movies that you see usually take place at night in right. some respect. I mean, obviously like there are daytime segments, you know, mm-hmm. which they it, with the episodic nature of this game. I think you could still do segments that are during the daytime and then like the until dawn idea comes into effect when like the actual scary, crazy shit goes on. Sure. So and that's oh, another thing I wanted to, f- to talk about. I really liked how it was set up like a movie slash TV show where like last time. On yeah. Until yeah. Dawn. Like just like Battlefield Hardline yep. was. I th- That is like to, I don't know what it is about that, but I think it's really cool. It gives you a recap of what's happened. And blah, it's blah, nice blah, if you take a break like, in between chapters, too, because exactly. you're like, fuck, what did I do last year? Yeah, I, I think that's the, really uh, cool. That the they Telltale do that. games are generally set up yeah. that way. Yeah. 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 Which is cool. Um, is there is there a mythical cre- now? Let's say that they, they do another mythical creature. I don't know that that's going to be like a, a trend. I was going to say, do you want the chupacabra? Is that what's next? <laughs> Some kids go to Mexico to, to party do you, for spring break. You can, again, like I feel like you could do any like any modern horror movie yeah. idea could be this sort of thing. They could go through the entire catalog of Cabin in the Woods monsters and make a game out of each and every one of them. Merman, please. Oh my god. Yes, that's what I wanted to be for Halloween this year. By the way, the Merman. Yes. <laughs> It's It'd be sweet, happening. a cruise ship, right? It's a bunch of kids on a cruise ship headed for spring break, and the power goes out. And the mermaid. And we the could mermen do a whole episode up. about this. It'd be sweet. Ideas like, for until, until dusk. Until, until dusk. That's <laughs> yeah, the Richard Lake. It's, it's all during the, the day. Maybe. It's not as scary. Until midnight. <laughs> until sunset. It until could be really... Uh, they could do a lot with this, though. I'm very yeah, excited. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I... I I would almost like I don't even know if they should call it until dawn too. Although I suppose it will be hard to be like, well, well you no, guys, you could just do you guys until made a lot dawn, of until dawn again, whatever your title is going to be. Or but whatever. I would almost wonder if it would be better for them to try and stay away from the sunlight thing. Like, like they, it'd be cool to have them make a horror game that takes place during the day somehow too, or something until like dusk. That. Yeah. Well, not even like necessarily until dawn, but you can build in that time mechanic regardless of the day, and so maybe until dawn is a little bit um, restrictive in terms of yeah. They could do something colon until dawn too. And I I read this uh, creative writing prompt on a website, and I don't like it was they were mentioning PT, yeah, and how PT was pulled, and it was a fictional recount of why PT was pulled. And it was uh, from a developer's perspective where he was talking about how originally PT was supposed to be played through some form of VR, like Google Glass or, uh, you know, Oculus or whatever. And what it ended up happening was that the AI of the female ghost character from PT invaded the psych, the psyche of like the people playing the game. And you would start seeing it everywhere you went. And it would f- like you would be wearing the, your Google Glass and like cutting dinner up, you know, and all of a sudden out of your peripheral vision is that fucking ghost <laughs> and she yeah, would no just thanks. stare at you and shit like that. <laughs> so imagine having a game like this doing stuff like that and just really fucking with your head. That'd be you sweet. Yeah. There, it's, there's so much they could do with it. And, I, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And I don't really like, like horror games. versions of Until Dawn and ARGs or something. Yeah, like and that. I, that's the thing. Like, I'm not into these games very much. Like, I, I just... My my gaming has kind of toned itself down. I've just focused to on... Destiny. Yeah, the Destiny mm-hmm. and first-person shooters. But I used, <laughs> I used to play a lot of other other games. And, and, I, and I do... There, there have been a couple JRPGs I want to play. So I want to yeah. get back into that. But... This this game, like seeing how it's played and how well it's done, like knowing how well it's done, like I want to play more of it. So I would like to see them do something more with it, with the engine, with the idea. 
And one of the ideas, like one of the things that I was thinking about is how could they take this and apply it to other genres of like because I I likened uh, Heavy Rain to a thriller film. You want a romantic comedy? Horror. Yeah, <laughs> I want I want Until Dawn romantic <laughs> cut. Co- no, but dating what, sims. I mean, Speaking of which, who got Jess into their underwear? I did. Oh man! Did you get her into her underwear no. first playthrough? No, we didn't seduce her. Alex seduced her right out of the gate. I don't know how to do that sort of shit. Yeah. Boo, life, yeah. So. We're terrible, man. How am I even married? I mean, she's kind of. <laughs> she was pretty. She's pretty easy though, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's why yeah, I'm you, upset. You know, she's, she's video not. Video game <laughs> girlfriend is pretty easy. <laughs> she's not easy if you push her into the river. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I I pushed her in the river, so. Man. Oh, yeah. She yeah, was kind was of a, a dick, total so. dick move. Apparently so. my mic was... Well, she didn't I, think that was I, funny. I kept pelting Mike with the snowballs. Like, I didn't relent. Oh, I wrecked yeah, it. I, know, I, just, awesome. I just kept hitting him with the snow, but he, but I guess his romance rating was high enough or whatever that it... <laughs> yeah, every character's a rating, including romance. Nice. Yeah, yeah I really thought um, Chris and Ashley were going to finally do something, and then, uh, uh, well, Chris's head <laughs> rolled, sounds like a rolled into the door. Sounds like a post-Dawson's Creek episode talk over, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yep. The walking <laughs> dawn, the talking dawn, like the talking dawn. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I just wanted to see who. But no, I it. yeah, I think I, I see think who's it would perverted be, and who's not. Yeah. It would who's be interesting. The deviant in the group. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to see if there are other uh, genres that this could apply to, even if it was like. Well, Maybe. I, I just think about it from the aspect of being just a choose-your-own-adventure. You could apply this to yeah. anything, you know, like any genre of movie or game style or whatever. Like what like, if what if it was like, it'd be sweet if there was a The Martian, like if it was absolutely. The, the Martian Until Dawn style where you need to like survive on Mars doing quick time I mean, ul- and things like ultimately that. Ultimately, this game is just a next generation point and click adventure. So yeah. you could really apply it as long as you have good writing and good voice acting. That's the point, thing is like, it needs to be up to snuff. Yeah, this gotta, really set a high bar. You have to have really good writing and yeah. really good voice actors and, and well, actors in general, because they they did motion capture for mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah. Like, did you guys find all the collectibles? Because I missed uh, I didn't find several of them, them. And I don't know how, because I like hunted around everywhere. And most of the ones that you find are pretty obvious. I mean, you, yeah. there's two paths and you go down the other path. And there's and like a there white uh, blinking dot. Did so. you did you get all of the totems? I did not. Now, from what I understand, there are some areas that you can only access if certain conditions are met. Yeah. And there uh, are totems in those areas. For instance... If Sam makes it through the chase, doesn't get caught, she accesses an area that you do not access otherwise, and she yeah. can grab a totem there. Okay. Um, or Ashley if Ashley goes to hear Jess's to voice, oh, yeah. there's stuff in there, but just don't open the trap door because yeah. she will die. Um, so <laughs> this is stuff that you'd have to trial and error a lot, I think, to really I find I was like, I really those. want to help Jess out. I should let her out of the. trap She seems like door. a nice girl. I liked Dead. all the clues and stuff, but I will say I felt like the totems were useless. They, I, I just feel like they... Didn't need to be. I in the felt game. like I there were a few moments where I was thinking about with the tunnel. I was like, all right, well, there's a moment here with Mike where he's got the lighter, and but there's a lot of gas, so apparently I shouldn't. Use Don't the just lighter. go lighter happy. Yeah, yeah, and like it, it definitely affected the way that I looked at certain moments, and I would have gotten the final. I was gonna piece. say there, there, there's, there's a way that this way to save Josh or to get that post credit sequence, uh, he can realize that it's Hannah that, that and the talk her out, Hannah. kind of of offing him right there but you have to find a specific piece of evidence and unless you find a totem or you explore everything 
you will not know where to look to get that evidence. There's a totem that shows you where to where to go to find this. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so they they are they some of them are useless, but stuff in front of you a little better, Brian. But (laughs) maybe more than four people would have survived. (laughs) (laughs) But but sometimes sometimes the like some of the totems you'll see things like they'll show you events that you won't reach because of the branching path. So you know. Yeah. Right on. So needless to say. Go buy this game. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All Hopefully right. Hopefully you already did if you listen to this. Yeah. yeah we're, we're running a little long at this point. Uh, so if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do contact us via MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or at MGN Podcast on Twitter. Send us feedback. Let us know what you think of Until Dawn. Apparently a lot of people really liked it and wanted us to talk about it. So uh, if anybody else has an opinion, please let us know. Next up, I think we're going to talk about Halo 5, which is coming out on Tuesday this week. I'll probably be talking to myself about it. No, I'm going to be. I'm no planning on picking it. it up Tuesday after school, so you're good. Uh, okay. I pre-ordered it, and Gojo will be playing it with my Xbox. Right. So, so there's that. Cool. So look forward to that uh, coming up soon. Alex, what's up next for the film nerds? Uh, we're going to review the Last Witch Hunter because that's uh, what we're reviewing. Yeah, that's what oh we're gosh. reviewing this week, Willie. So yeah, because uh, it's got Vin Diesel and Tim loves Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's more I live my life alone. a quarter mile at a time. Okay, there you go. Um, we also reviewed Steve Jobs this past weekend and in a bonus episode. Check that out. And we did uh, something else before that. What was it? Oh, you and Tim talked about that scary movie. Crimson Peak. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was very forgettable, apparently. <laughs> I fell asleep during that episode. No offense. Yeah, no, that's I, Well, I didn't really care for the movie, though. The intro, like the whole beginning half of the episode was good, though. That's good. Uh, Willie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I hope you come back and talk more games with us at some point in the near Absolutely. future. Absolutely. I'm usually not qualified. Hey, if there's anything you ever want to come on and talk about, you let us know. You're more than welcome. Sweet. All right. So that is all, everybody. Please check out in, in, Until Dawn. And uh, that's all I have to say. Peace out. Peace out.